In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to finish up with part two of gaslighting. Uh, if you've not heard, heard part one, uh, go back and listen to that one. You'll be caught up to right where we are right now. Uh, again, what is gaslighting? What does it mean? Why do people do it? And if it's happening to you, what can you do about it? And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Rock on. We are here on the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Yes, you are. With me is Matt Fox. That's the other voice you hear. I'm the little guy in the corner. Yes. Yes. Well, not. Well, yeah, you kind of I'm are the, in a I'm, corner. You're yeah, in the corner so of yeah, a table. The, yeah, yeah. The corner. Oh, 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 yeah, on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Those of you watching <laughs> Facebook Live, thanks for joining us. Those of you listening to audio, join us on Facebook Live one Friday evening. We just yeah. kind of hang out. We record for an hour from 5 to 6 Eastern time. And, uh, yeah, you can you can watch the magic happen. Awesome. It's a, it's a great thing. Perfect. So, yeah, speaking of podcast your voice, uh, if you're out there and you have some inkling about thinking about, hey, you know, I'd like to do a podcast. I'm going to talk about fantasy football or something, yeah. whatever it is. Choose. It Choose doesn't Whatever subject. If you're Ankles. passionate about something, somebody's out there that wants to hear it, uh, contact podcastyourvoice.com. Hey, if you have an ankle They can fetish. help you out. Yeah. If you have yeah, an ankle. The, yeah. Oh, oh there's, there's, it's like websites. <laughs> there's a website for everything. Like, no, no, you know, you know, contact us via the website, yeah. podcastyourvoice.com, yep. uh, our Facebook page, all that fun stuff. Yep, and, so. and um, you don't have to be local to do it. Um, everything's remote nowadays, so, yeah, join Perfect. in the fun. Please, yeah, it is absolutely. Fun. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is motorcityhypnotist.com. My social media links, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno, H Y P N O. Perfect. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide. That link is in every show note that we do. I'm 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 pretty positive it's in every show note going back 159 episodes. There's a lot of which is free where we're at right now. Things. Today is a one, episode 159 of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Sweet. So if you enjoy this, and if you've just caught us recently, go back in the archives. There are tons, tons of uh, tons of podcasts out there, mm -hmm. and and you know, a lot of it's serious, a lot of it's heavy, a lot of it's not. A lot of times we'll just do stuff for fun because that's what we like. Right, uh, a little our, a few top tens in there. We got there. top top ten lists of things that you you know may or may not be interested in, and we can spark debate on your top <laughs> ten is going to be different, and yep. that's totally cool. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. oh, yes. Sponsor. Today's sponsor is <laughs> Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide, How to Rewire Your Thinking for Massive Success. This is my book that was published back in August, end of August of last year. It is available right now on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and 
at any physical bookseller that you may uh, frequent or mm-hmm. walk into. You can ask for them to get it yep. if they don't. If they yeah. don't have it on the shelf, they can order it. They all get their books from the same place. They all know where to get them. Awesome. And if you get the book, which I hope you will, uh, especially on Amazon, if you could just please leave a review. Reviews help out a lot. In fact, I just bought, what did I buy? Oh, I had to buy a I was gonna replacement say, you did, you cord. You didn't buy your own I, book, did no, you? I, no, I didn't. No, I actually had to buy my own book to get ah. to get author copies. I get them at a very oh, discounted correct. rate, but uh, I still fair. have to order them and pay for them. That's fair. Yeah. But you so, want to got a cord? Yeah, I had to buy, I had to buy a replacement cord for a CPAP machine. Um, for those of you who don't know, mm. um, I, I, my, my wife and I both use CPAP machines, which is you know, for, for snoring issues. And, and it's, it's not necessarily something physical for us right. because we're not, don't take this the wrong way. I don't fit the typical mold of somebody who would have a snoring issue because I'm not obese. Mm-hmm. I am overweight a little bit, but uh, not obese. And, and I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach across the table and smack you. <laughs> I don't drink a, drink a lot. Um, but it's 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 my mom. I have to tell you, my mom was a terrible snorer, and mm. she was a little woman. She was only like five foot one inches tall. Tear the windows, tear Never the walls down. Yeah, you could yeah. hear her three rooms away, and it was sounds like crazy. Sounds like somebody washing a glass. You know, like wow. that squeaking sound. You know, okay. Uh, I remember this as a kid, and um, so she had a lot of 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 ish, health issues, of course, uh, as she got older, but. Um, but so anyway, long story short, I had to get a replacement cord for one of our CPAP machines. And I, I looked at one of these reviews, and I think half of them said, had the cord for a week and it burned out. Um, used the cord for two nights, and it, it felt like it was going to catch on fire. It was so hot. So you read reviews. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my point being, leave a review because I read reviews. Other people read reviews. Right. And uh, that helps me out. And, and it gets the book in front of more people's eyes. Love it. It's a little sidetrack there, but uh, you get the point. Leave a review. Leave a review. Leave a review. That and you'll enjoy fantastic. the book. You will and, enjoy it. And you'll it. enjoy the book as well. Awesome. It's time. Here we go. For our winner of the week. Part. That's how winning is done. All right. So, so the so, second, so second we, best part of my week, right? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> we have another dog story this week, Matt. All right. Another dog story. Is it going to make me cry? It might. Uh-oh. Okay. So homeless dog that comforted troops is being transported to America to live with one of the soldiers. That is amazing. Yes. A homeless dog that brought comfort to U.S. soldiers overseas will now get a chance to live the cozy life in America with one of those soldiers. The three-year-old mixed breed became like family to Sergeant K and his army unit in Kosovo last year. Wow, okay. After they found him looking for food around their base. It was a stray dog. Stray dog, yep, in Kosovo. His daily visits and wagging tail soon became the highlight of their day, delivering comfort to those far from home. Hmm. Now think about this. You're, you're a soldier, you're overseas, you're at a place like Kosovo. That's I, I, being being deployed anywhere has to be difficult. Correct. I've never served. My dad was a Marine. I've never served, so I can't say firsthand I know this, but I deal with a lot of veterans with mm-hmm. what I do as far as therapy and hypnosis, and it's tough being away. My and, mother, and, my father, my grandfather, my grandmother, yeah. my cousin, my uncle have all been in the military. Yep, and and a kudos to those who serve. I, I salute you totally and completely because... 
I, I'm, it, it's, it's impressive. It, it, and we, we thank, thank everybody for their service. So the, so these, this was the highlight of their, the, these soldiers days that they, they, they could see this dog and so interact with them. And this dog trained the troops. Yeah. And I say that because yep. they would look forward to seeing the dog every day, meaning it would be a certain time and the dog would be like, okay, time to time go to see go. the coop. Let's see Let's the people. Let's see the troops. So Sergeant Kelsey bonded with the pooch he named Duke and wanted him to, to and wanted to get him to a better life out of danger. Uh-huh. You know, um, so Sergeant Kelsey and, and the staff uh, of New York-based charity Paws of War promised to help. Hmm. So Duke and the sergeant could be together once more. That's awesome. But before Duke could find his forever home in the U.S., disaster struck. He stopped showing up at the base. Oh, no. Soldiers searched for him for several days, had no luck, and feared the worst. When they finally found him, they discovered he had been shot. Oh, my goodness. Was bleeding badly and was severely dehydrated. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Paws of War sent out an emergency vet team to save Duke's life. Okay. The nonprofit's overseas rescue partner, the Alamo Foundation, not Animal, it's Alamo, it's Alamo, provided foster care while Duke healed. The pup spent six months recovering and eventually rebuilt his muscle strength to the point he was able to walk again. Oh my goodness. So... Here's a dog who's in Kosovo, a stray, makes friends with all these soldiers, is shot, left for dead, rescued by this this veterinary uh, foundation, goes to rehab for six months, <laughs> learns to walk again. It's like a soldier's story. It, honestly, it is. Yeah, and, and that's why this, that when I read this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Um, so he spent six months recovering, rebuilt his muscle strength to the point he was able to walk again. Recently, Sergeant Kelsey got a message from Derek Cartwright, a veteran and logistics coordinator of Paws of War. We are thrilled to be able to tell you that after months of healing and rehab, Duke has made a tremendous recovery. He is ready for the next part of his journey. The lucky canine is projected to be reunited with Sergeant Kelsey this month. That's awesome. The entire Army unit is so excited that Duke is coming home. This is the moment we've prayed for. Staff at the Alamo Foundation threw Duke a farewell party attended by everyone who assisted in his rehab. Mm. Paws of War launched a fundraising campaign to help cover the cost of Duke's flight to the U.S. as well as his lifetime medical care. We are happy to help them with this mission and hope that that many people in the community will want to support it as well. We can't do it without their support. That is brilliant. Do you want to see a picture of Duke? Let's see a picture of Duke. Here, let me put it up on the screen just for the folks that are on Facebook Live here. Oh, he's a terrier. <laughs> that's, that's his farewell party. That's like he's a little terrier. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at him. That is Duke the dog. That's great. Look at those eyes. Yeah, I love the party hat. I yeah, the party of... hat. He's got a little cake in front of him. Oh, he's wearing man. a sweater. That's great. Yeah, he's like he's like a terrier mix. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Thanks for that. So yeah, that that's so so to everybody. Sergeant Sergeant Kelsey won. Duke the dog, of course. Pause of War, which is, which is a New York-based charity, mm. uh, Alamo Foundation is the the nonprofit the nonprofit's overseas rescue partner. Wow! All of these and and all the soldiers who yeah. who who you know hung all, out with Duke for all those all that time before he you know had to recover. But w- wow, what a great wow. story! That just just wild. really cool story. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely, winners of the week for sure. Yes, please. 
That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. All right, so Dave. Yeah. That, so back to it. <laughs> yeah. That 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 story reminds me of a movie that just came out not too long ago. Yeah. It's the same connotation, but it was the movie Dog with Channing Tatum. Mm-mm. You haven't seen it yet? I've not seen it. it it's a tearjerker. Yeah. It, it's all yep. about bonding, you know, with with a with a dog, right? And how it can't he, be worse worse than Marlene me, right? Actually, Marlene me is a bit worse, but okay. there's more okay. there's more of a bond with the soldier and this dog and dog. Oh, okay. So okay. I, actually, yeah, I I teared up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. But it's it's a good flick. Yeah. Yo, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, because it, it, you know, I like I like good dog movies. Yeah. 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 They're always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, folks, we're talking about gaslighting. We started last episode. Uh, so, as I, I mentioned in the intro, if you haven't listened to the part number one, go back an episode and catch up. It's uh, important. Because we're talking about how gaslighting works and, and, and th- behaviors that happen that, that might tell you that you're being gaslit. Mm-hmm. And the first couple that we were that we covered at the end of last episode were lying to you and discrediting you. Right. The other one, and this sounds very vague, but it's distracting you. Um, See, I throwing cannot... you off base, yeah. like uh, getting your thought and in, in your 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 inquiries off off track. Right. You're, yes. you're focused. You're focused on something here yeah. and all of a sudden it could be so they're they're talking to you or they're Facebooking and they're tagging you and right. social media, whatever, and you're distracted by it. So yeah. so if you if you accuse somebody of gaslighting and all of a sudden they come back with a question that's totally unrelated, it's it's just just redirecting you off the subject right. of even having to talk about it or discuss it. Right. So yeah, if somebody's distracting you, that's another sign. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one, and this happens a lot, especially in controlling behavior, which which gaslighting is 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 mostly controlling behavior, minimizing your thoughts and feelings. Statements like "calm down," "you're overreacting," um, "why are you so sensitive," "just ignore it," mm-hmm. things like this just minimize somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Because think about think about saying to another human being, "Oh, you're overreacting." Well, how do I know that? Right. I don't know what they're feeling. I don't know what their experiences are that brought them to this point in their life. You know, maybe I said something that um, if I were were gaslighting someone, maybe I said something that that struck a nerve with them because maybe it's something their dad used to say or their mom used to say or, you know, maybe they're in a, a very similar situation, which brought them great pain. Embedded in their psyche somewhere. I can't somewhere, say, yeah. calm down, you're overreacting because right. it's not know. my feelings. Right. So minimizing your thoughts and feelings, which is which is really a, a it, it's a bad thing in any relationship. It, it, and, and we talked about toxic families a couple of episodes ago. If you have parents that minimize your feelings, that's a problem. Your partner for sure should not be minimizing your feelings. Mm-hmm. And it goes the same thing with friends. If you have friends that minimize your feelings, I'd ask, well, you know, what, why are they still your friends? Right. Just ask that question. Shifting blame is another common gaslighting technique. Putting the blame of something onto you. Uh, Shaggy would know about that. <laughs> right. It wasn't me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's almost the thing where, and, and I'll use an extreme example, although this is hypothetical. I, it has happened to a lot of clients in, in, in my history. If somebody says, um, and it can go either way, male or female, I'm just throwing this example out. So if, if, if a client comes to me and she's a woman, she goes, well, my husband, my husband hit me. And I'm like, well, that's terrible. That should never happen. And then the husband will say, well, that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't done this. 
giving she, himself an excuse sorry. that she somehow caused this incident to happen. Now, again, it could be the other way around. The woman could have hit the man. I'm not. I'm not. But as a man, you never place your hand on a woman like that. Come on. You shouldn't. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Never. You shouldn't. But but that's what gaslighters do. They shift the blame to the person who's not responsible mm-hmm. because they, they they're not taking responsibility for their behaviors and actions. Yes. And and it's almost like, well, had you not said that, this wouldn't have happened. So ultimately, it's your fault. Um, again, denying wrongdoing, mm-hmm. even if they're emotionally abusive or physically abusive, they'll deny wrongdoing. Um, they'll just say, well, no, I wasn't wrong. It was something that that go back to the shift uh, the shifting blame mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done that that, right. that you brought it on yourself here's a here's one that's really sneaky and I, I i have to say this one because it's the one that's probably the most the most um i don't know sneaky that's the best word Which I is can use. underhanded use com- or using compassionate words Ooh. to manipulate someone oh my gosh okay and it's something it would probably go something like this like well, why would you think that? You know how much I love you. I would never do anything to hurt you. All the while, doing things that hurt you. Right. And that really makes people question themselves because they'll say, well, my partner said that. Isn't that what they mean? If they really love me, you're right. They wouldn't hurt me. So am I thinking, is this, am I even correct on what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. Or am I even thinking straight about this? Huh. But but definitely these words are not authentic because they're they're using it to throw you off the fact that you're being gaslit. That's the whole point of it. Right. Rewriting history, retelling things that have happened in the past to fit your own narrative so that you don't look like the bad guy. You, you that does happen mm-hmm. a lot. It yep. really does. They'll they'll retell stories and and they'll say. Uh, and again, just just a, a hypothetical example where a woman might say, oh, yeah, that, that that time when you got really angry and you shoved me into the wall. But the other partner may say, well, no, that's not what happened. Right. You tripped and I was I was going to reach for you to help you up and you fell into the wall. Right. And then people it's it's amazing. And, and, and there's a it's it's the um, oh, I can't think of the word for it. and It'll come to me in a moment. It's, okay. it's a specific effect that you remember something that that's not really true because you've remembered it that way for so long. Oh, I, I, I know. Um, I kind of remember trying to think of the word myself. Yeah. Uh, I'll come yeah. back to it. Right. it. It's a certain effect. Um, and, and somebody may throw it out. Huh? Um, the butterfly effect. I'm yeah, kidding. No, yeah, I'm I know. Kidding. I know. Yeah. So, so I'll give you a, let's go to a sci-fi example. All right. Everybody remembers in star Wars, Darth Vader saying, Luke, I um, am your father. You're right. He did not say that. No. That's not that. That's not the line. No, he didn't. But because that's how people think of it, that's what they, but th- they believe that that was the line. What was the line? No, I am your father. Correct. Yes. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> no! All right. All right. Kendra's probably having a, <laughs> having an aneurysm right now. <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, rewriting history, uh, uh, rephrasing or reframing stories that that support their point of view. So so I'm I'm just going to break down uh, uh, just uh, just a quick list here. Alan Alan's uh, checked in with that the uh, Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. That's it, Alan. Thanks for trying. Alan yes. helps us out when yes. we need it thanks, too. Thanks, because, Alan. You know, yeah. I I have the you know 
I have, have the you have a brain like a chicken. I do right. sometimes, yeah, and I just can't think of things, and it just gets away from me. Thanks, Alan. And Appreciate sometimes that. I'm just like, what in blazes are you talking about? Right. Yeah, right. That happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Um. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Go. So, all right. So, let's say you are a person that has been being that has been gaslit yep. over and over again, and right. you you're you're starting to understand. But what could they have done? before to really understand and see what signs i guess well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go through a quick list if you're having these feelings Mm -hmm. that then it's definitely something you need to talk to someone about not even i I would prefer to say a professional but definitely something somebody that would give you an objective opinion on your situation you doubt your feelings and reality you question your own judgment and perceptions you feel vulnerable and insecure you feel alone and powerless. Mm. Um, you are disappointed in yourself and who you have become. You feel confused. You're, you worry that you're too sensitive. Uh, you spend a lot of time apologizing. You feel inadequate. You second guess yourself. You assume others are disappointed in you. You wonder what's wrong with you. You struggle to make decisions because you don't trust yourself. Wow. So so that's a long list of things. And, that is. And, and that's a lot point, to dissect, too. <laughs> at any point, any of those, I, all of us have felt some of these feelings at some point or another. Sure. The whole thing to look at is if this is your constant day-to-day, and, and you've probably, I'm going to say, and you feel five or six of these things at all time, mm-hmm. there's probably a good chance you're being gaslit. It's probably a good chance that somebody else is influencing your thoughts and feelings about yourself. And you may not even know it. And, and that's the whole thing. And that's why I want to bring up these feelings because these are the feelings that will, again, you might not know what's happening, but you're feeling this way and you're like, well, wow, why do I feel that way? Because somebody's programmed you to. Somebody's covertly made you feel this way because they're gaslighting you. All right, so yeah. I, I've been told recently that I, I apologize for a lot of things I shouldn't be apologizing <laughs> for. <laughs> you know what? That that is something I've I have. Some somebody said this to me one time, and and it was a, it was a very casual interaction. In fact, it wasn't even somebody I knew. I had, I don't I I don't remember the setting. It was public. It was in a store of some type, but I don't remember what store. And I turned the corner, and and this guy ran into me. Ooh, okay. like like. You know, just blind corner. He mm-hmm. runs into me. And Instant I, I human back, interaction. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, what? And I was confused for a minute. Like, I just bowled you over. Why are you apologizing? Uh-huh. And I, I, I had to think for a minute. I'm like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. Why, why, am I, why am I saying I'm sorry? Because it, it's that, but human it's, instinct. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. human instinct. But some people do this. Some people are trained to do this. They're always taking the blame for things. Like, it's their fault. Right. So here's the big question. What happens? What, what if you are being gaslit? What if somebody is gaslighting you? What can you do about it? Mm. Okay. Some of these sound very specific, very uh, intentional, but they're meant to be. The first one is gain some distance. Take some step back from these emotions. Physically, if you're able to physically leave the situation, because with distance becomes some comes objectivity mm-hmm. most of the time once you're away from somebody who's gaslighting you for a period of time you, your your thoughts and, and feelings become much clearer and you're like whoa that right. was messed up right gain some distance 
here's the thing. Save the evidence. Now, this sounds like very, very underhanded, very sly, very sneaky. But but here's the thing. If if gaslighting makes you question yourself and, and, and you have texts or emails or voicemails that, that, that are gaslighting you, I, you need to save these because it will give you some very concrete evidence to look at once you're away to say, wait a minute, that's not true. Right. That's, that's, that's not what I'm feeling or what I should be feeling. Right. Um, keep a journal even. Keep a journal on things that you're feeling or that, that people are saying if somebody is gaslighting you. And then you can look at it later so that you can remind yourself that I don't need to doubt myself. These are the facts. I have it in black and white here. Right. Yeah. I like that. Set boundaries. We talked about boundaries when we talked about toxic families mm -hmm. and friends. Mm -hmm. You cannot continue to engage in somebody who's gaslighting you because it, it's not going to change. That person's not going to change. I've said this a million times in therapy <laughs> sessions. You're never going to change someone else. You only have the power to change yourself. Correct. That's it. It doesn't matter how hard you try, you're not going to change someone else. They have to change themselves. They have to make the decision to change, and you're not going to be able to do that. Mm. Get an outside perspective, somebody who's objective, somebody who's not connected to what is going on. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend. A lot of times it's a therapist. Right. Therapist is very objective. They have no idea who... There are no sides. Yeah, it, there are no sides. Yeah. There, there's no preconceived notions about you. And that's why the therapist is actually the best probably source because they don't know you. Now, here's the thing. And, and I, I, I've said this to clients. A therapist is great as long as you're being honest with them. Right. As long as the information you give is honest, they will give you an objective opinion. They're not going to tell you what to do necessarily. Right. They're going that's not really what we're there for. But. You'll, you'll get some insight from an objective observer as long as you're honest about the facts. There, there's a path that you can follow, and they're trying to lead you down that path but mm -hmm. not push you down that path. Yep. And, as, and as I say many, many times, a therapist is a guide. They're just your, your guide to help you find where you want to get to. Love it. So here's the big thing, and, and this is the bottom line. If, if you're being gaslit, know that you're not, you're not to blame. And I know sometimes you take in the, the things that are said like, well, it's your fault that this happened. And, it, and it's easy to manipulate somebody into feeling like they're responsible for all of these things that are happening. Sure. Nothing you did caused somebody to gaslight you. That's their choice. That's their behavior. And again, it often comes from narcissism, borderline personality, people who want to control their environment. They want to win. Mm -hmm. They don't care about other people's feelings. That's not a person, doesn't matter if it's a relationship, a family member, or a friend that you want to have anything to do with because that behavior will not change. That is the way they are. Um, so, so the big thing is if you're feeling these feelings, if you feel like you doubt yourself, if you feel lack of confidence, if you feel these things that, that you feel like you've been gaslit, mm -hmm. definitely talk to somebody. That, 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 is, that is the main thing you need to do, and, and you need to get out of whatever that situation is. We're talking about boundaries and limits. That's where you need to do it. David, thank you for uh, the, this uh, these uh, past couple of episodes. Absolutely. They, yep. they not just, you know, it's not an eye opener. It's been out there for a long time, but it's really but, nice but to hear. But I think hear. people need to hear that they have a choice to do something. Correct. And that is the big thing. Don't let it happen to you because it happens. It does. I've seen people just 
beat down into the shell of themselves by somebody who's gaslighting them. Right. And you know what I do for my nine to five, I'm yep. a financial wellness yep. coordinator. So that the earlier you start yep. saving money or fixing your credit yep. or what have you, yep. the better it's going to be in the long run. Absolutely. But you got to start somewhere. Yep. Absolutely. And so do it today. So talk to somebody today. Do it soon. All right, folks. Thanks for checking in. We'll be back next time. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.